0: friend, welcome to Sweat & Yoga's Love the Skin You're In podcast, where we sweat for a workout and yoga to feel something new. I'm your host, Sandra Sonnenberg, lover of sweat and all the feels, sitcom junkie, hoop earring enthusiast, and your realistic health and fitness bestie. Health and fitness has been hijacked by the entertainment industry, and I'm here to take it back so we can all love the skin we're in. Girls come to me for help with weight loss, but instead they learn to listen to their bodies. So let's get into it. All right, so let's get into it. Today's episode is fairly short because I decided to break it up into two parts instead of just one lengthy one. Um, Yeah, so I know there's a lot of conflicting info out there about fasting of any sorts. And with Gwyneth Paltrow putting out her book, I thought it was time to clear the air for women on what is a yes and what is a no. In my personal opinion, as usual, this isn't medical advice. The whole goal of this podcast is to guide you to listen to your body over all the other info out there as you become your healthiest self and then to become an advocate for your own health. Um, There is some science behind some of the things I'm going to say, the intermittent fasting uh, and what happens. So I want to tell you a little bit of that. Plus, I want to share what I think is a better option in my opinion and that'll actually sort of be the part two of the episode because like i said it would just make it super lengthy so as usual let's start with the three things i'm grateful for this week um number one carbs yeah i know not the most popular opinion many times especially with the topic of this episode i'm sure the unpopularity goes hand in hand with that like intermittent fasting carbs you know all the things let's demonize it but uh lately i've been loading up on fresh seasonal fruits and wow they just like hit right um number two cozy socks no explanation needed (laughs) i've actually been trying to wear socks more um one of those like ancient wisdom things. Anyway, I'll talk about it at some point, but um the fact that those like white, like shin high, you know, like Reebok or Nike or whatever socks are back in style <laughs> makes my life so much easier because I'm already wanting to wear socks. Number three, uh, if you watch my Instagram stories, um, which I'm Sanchana S A Y on Instagram, but there was a bird in my house the other day. Freaked out a little bit, but apparently uh bird means hope and good luck so i I don't know i'll let you know hope and good luck come my way and then something i'm working on um actually taking time off i tend to have my brain switched on all the time and we're going to talk about like being in that whole fight or flight stress mode in this episode actually but having it switched on all the time it just it it doesn't do well for my health in general so actively trying to put my phone down and away and read or like watch a show instead of like watching a show and scrolling Instagram. <sighs> well, it's hard, but I'm trying. Anyway, this is just my usual reminder that I don't say these things to like brag or tell you how great my life is, but to remind you that the little things are worth being grateful for as well as the big things. Um and then maybe to encourage you to pause, slow down and write three things down you're grateful for like even right now just pause the show all right so on to this week's question it's from one of my email subscribers but honestly it's been one that's been growing in popularity in some way shape or form um in like my emails my dms my like honestly anywhere I take like questions I tend to get this question so I kind of wanted to address it and uh, probably the popularity is associated with the whole Gwyneth Paltrow aspect but we'll get into that so the question was is tell me what you think about intermittent fasting let me tell you but uh remember you can always ask health and fitness questions in the google form at sweat forward slash ask the link will be in the show notes i will try and get to them on the show like as soon as possible uh there's quite a few to get through right now so it might be a little bit of time but i'll get there i promise so let's get into it okay so let's let's do this this is actually my second time filming this section for some reason it just did not save so if by chance you're like hearing it double let me know i I don't get it anyway so you want to intermittently fast do you um here are three things i personally find quote-unquote wrong with intermittent fasting like diet especially as like a blanket statement um I will mention that sometimes it can be beneficial, but it's just, again, making that blanket statement for everyone that I generally have the most issue with. So, um, number one, fasting has become like another diet culture trend. As I mentioned, Gwyneth Paltrow now promoting her fasting book. It's blown up and other like influencers just toting its quote-unquote benefits. As I mentioned a hundred times over on this podcast your body is different than their body in fact let me take make this like very clear take a moment and let me just outline why listening to celebrities or influencers is not the ideal way to get the body and lifestyle that you actually want and that's sustainable Gwyneth paltrow doesn't live inside your body she can't possibly know what is best for your body she has different environmental stressors she has different healing experiences she has different ancestral genes and roots you may have mold in your house that will affect how your body reacts to stuff do you think she does you may have to work 12 hour days do you think she does you may have parasites do you think she does or do you think she has the best grade naturopaths and practitioners that have actually helped her with that even if she did have it your body is different than hers your body is different than the influencer you follow your body is different than your friends your body is different than your parents like your body's even different than your body was two weeks ago um and this leads me into point number two while intermittent fasting can be beneficial for some uh, a wide range of research that's been done in the past on intermittent fasting has been done on men and us as women have different needs in different parts of our cycle Recently, there's been some research done that indicates there's a correlation between period irregularity and intermittent fasting in particular in the portion of the cycle between ovulation and your period if you know how the female body works or if you've ever tracked your cycle you'll know that um you have a significantly higher stress tolerance, pain tolerance, etc. Around ovulation, you kind of feel like Superwoman. You have so much energy. Uh, and then the end of your cycle, like closer to your period, you're a lot more sensitive. This includes food. Like people forget that this includes food and how your body functions. So armed with that knowledge, you can understand why leading up to ovulation would be an ideal time to start, quote unquote, restricting eating in any way. So armed with that knowledge, you can understand why. So armed with uh, that knowledge, you can understand why the t- like around ovulation would be an ideal time for restricting "quote unquote" eating in any way, um, because your body's more tolerant of stress. So make sure when someone's citing research, you actually inquire about the status of the females in the trial. Um, women aren't just miniature men and furthermore women need different things at different times in their cycle like men have a higher um energy in the morning and then it peter's off and goes until night whereas we have like a curve in our overall cycle or like a 20 uh, I think the average is like 23 to 35 day cycle or something like that so you kind of have like a peak and then you have a come down um like this is sort of why sometimes things so many things are seen as like beneficial sometimes and then they do another research study and it's not beneficial especially when women are involved um when we like w- anything that puts stress on our body when it's done around the time of ovulation tends to be uh show as beneficial quote unquote and then when it's done closer to our periods not so beneficial um which brings me to point number three <laughs> any kind of quote-unquote diet other than your norm is stressful um while it can be beneficial and it can be more mild stress your body can adjust to it is still stressful to teach your body something outside of what it is used to uh now foods like carbs along with other micronutrients help your body cope with that stress which is why when we're super stressed we reach for like ice cream or chocolate or whatever quick treat is around our body believes that that sugar high is going to help sustain it throughout the stressful time it is going through. Also why diabetics get super irritable when they're low uh, because their body is going into like stress mode. And don't even get me started on working out fasted. Like fight or flight, cortisol levels, like no one. Anyway, I the only absolute way, only, only, only I would suggest intermittent fasting and even then I would say around ovulation is uh, if you can somehow eliminate pretty much most stress in your, in your life, especially in the mornings. Um, this is also why I strongly suggest making small habit changes first and foremost and then building off of that. Again, it's not as sexy as like a 21-day juice cleanse and it's not as like ooh immediate results as 21-whatever. 21 21-day 21 juice cleanse or 21-day detox or whatever is a great way... Cleanse for 21 days and then go bounce right back to the things you were doing before because you're basically creating a recipe for burnout. Um, in order for it to be beneficial in the long run, those small changes again, there is extreme conditions, there is extreme circumstances. If you are like struggling with something that's really, really debilitating, doing like a full life overhaul, you have a lot more um drive to do that. Whereas if you just are feeling a little bit sluggish, like you're just not, Start small and then build on that because that is how you're going to make an overall change. I saw a quote the other day that was like, women overestimate what they can do in 12 weeks and underestimate what they can do in 12 months. And that's really what we're going for. We're going for like 12 month plus change. Now, just like a little bonus. as So number four, even though I say three uh, as to why I'm not intermittent fasting so many women already wake up with no appetite uh-huh. and this is like kind of the pushback I get on intermittent fasting where they're like, well, if you say listen to your body and my body's not hungry in the morning, the problem is, is your body is just sort of like turned off those like listening to yourself and it's, it, it, it realizes you're not going to listen to it in the morning, it spikes the cortisol and it like comes out in other ways. So, um, actively training your body to do this is not what we want to do and usually waking up with no appetite or lack of appetite is a sign of your blood sugar uh, imbalance and then high stress hormones tag teamed with like a sluggish liver so a healthy liver can hold like eight to ten hours of glucose aka if you do the math a healthy sleep after that it starts eating away at like your muscles and important body parts like i think everybody thinks like it goes straight to fat it does not um especially when there's like not enough protein and when you look at something like traditional chinese medicine and i am happy to do a podcast on why i really believe in uh tcm because i do believe that it was at a time when people were listening to their bodies and there were a lot less stressors and interrupters like things like wi-fi signals and things like that i'm not saying wi-fi signals are terrible or anything like that i'm just saying that it does um mess with how we interpret things um anyway but in tcm they believe that every part of the day like every time block is associated with a body function and it's believed that if you don't wake up hungry means there's a digestive issue at play and it's something to work on so again sluggish liver digestive issues you can't really detox the estrogen and all the things so trying to actually work on that and making sure that you eat a little bit every single morning it just it just works um just works now let me be clear um i'm not actually against fasting i'm actually pro fasting once a year in the summer for like two to three days as a quote-unquote detox Uh, i know that's a buzzword but what can you do and uh with minimal to no stress let me know at sweatanyoga.com forward slash ask if you want me to go into how we do a healthy fast slash cleanse once a year it's honestly probably significantly different than you're thinking so yeah Quick little ad break here, friend. This podcast episode is sponsored by my free Glow Up Week ebook. This is a free seven day at home workout and healthy habit plan to help you kickstart your health journey. Head to sweatandyoga.com forward slash glow up week to grab this awesome free resource. Link will be in the show notes. Okay. Now, if I don't suggest intermittent fasting, what then? Especially if you don't wake up hungry, how do we go about working on reducing the stress hormones, etc., etc.? For one, I strongly suggest you eat within an hour of waking. I gotta say, if I'm being 100% honest, I'm not always the best at this. But hey, yeah, a girl's gotta have things to work on, right? <laughs> But here are five quick things that I actually suggest in the morning to get your day started right, especially if right now, if you don't have much of an appetite, um, because contrary to popular belief, we actually want to rev up our appetite so that it is healthy and craving the right nutrients, and then we can actually listen to it. Many women in particular are under eating and then binge eating, like, at certain meal times because their body's like, oh my god, calories, oh my god, things that I actually need, um most of the time when we're under eating it means we're under nourishing and our bodies are sort of just in like that constant state of stress instead of like our stress spiking so it's beneficial because our body learns how to deal with it and then we come back into that like rest and digest parasympathetic but instead we're just sort of in like a chronic stress state and we want to avoid that as much as possible so in order to do that we want to eat within an hour of waking again you don't have to be perfect you don't have to set like an alarm like i said i'm not always the best at it i try so the number one thing um, that I would suggest, if, especially if you don't have much of an appetite, is a raw carrot. Yep, A little bit of carbs and a whole lot of estrogen detox support. This is especially great if you have no appetite in the morning, like I said. And yeah, start with a small carrot, uh, not a baby carrot, to be clear. <laughs> and then working your way up to a medium and large and then adding more to your breakfast as you start waking up a little bit hungrier number two coffee i know this is super super contradictory but uh coffee on an empty stomach is very very stressful for our body coffee that is like paired with the right um like macronutrient is actually very soothing and it is a superfood for a reason. This is why like coffee so oftentimes gets like studies that it's super amazing and it's a superfood and then it gets studies that it's like super awful. Um things that are paired with quality of coffee, those all all things matter. So um Coffee, but but not regular coffee. Make it like a souped-up coffee. So like, add a little bit of fat, protein, and carbs to it. So personally, I add. Uh, I mentioned the egg yolk coffee. I think two episodes back, maybe from Noelle. But I add egg yolk, collagen, a little bit of bone broth, and some maple syrup to make it a complete well-rounded quote-unquote meal i mean i still suggest having like a carrot or something as well but if especially when you're on the run and things are happening and whatever like adding those things in and then i also normally add like some whole milk like this will be covered in next week's episode why i do this like why i i'm now eating dairy but either way you want to make it a complete meal as opposed to just having that caffeine in your system number three plain bone broth or like a bone broth hot chocolate uh lately i've been having fallon's uh bone broth hot chocolate i will link the recipe in the show notes uh, but don't knock it till you try it it is delightful i've been having it at night instead of in the morning but it's definitely great especially again when you're on the go i feel like the liquid things are a little bit easier sometimes number four uh fruit juice like fresh squeezed fruit juice it doesn't have to be like fresh squeezed that morning or anything like that but like fruit juice that is legitimate fruit juice not um not just like orangina or whatever Uh, i don't even know the name uh what's the one i'm thinking of sunny d i'm thinking of sunny d um and then add some collagen and a little bit of salt to it muy bueno muy bueno i i say it i say that all the time but like really there's i don't know how to say it and then number five dates butter and salt yep tons of vitamins and minerals in there like butter is oh it's a superfood like the oh it's just so good so good yeah anyway and then personally i actually eat a little bit of cheese mid-morning as well Ooh, but how do i cheese considering i was diagnosed with a dairy sensitivity what uh well that's where the autoimmune paleo diet comes in and that's what i actually suggest to most of my students family and friends as like a starting point i'm gonna go into why i believe starting with autoimmune paleo uh especially when you don't know how to trust your body and your body signals and how to do it without restricting and being crazy hard on yourself in next week's episode because I want to make sure that these episodes aren't too overwhelming. There isn't too many things going on and there's some actionable tips. So yeah, make sure you tune in next Sunday for that. So, general summary: It's a no for me, dog, on intermittent fasting. Uh, but really, unless you have zero, zero stress in the morning, uh, I suggest you find yourself an appetite first thing to help you deal with those cortisol spikes and stress hormones when your body runs out of uh, energy when your liver runs out of energy but uh this may take some time to build up if like don't be hard on yourself if you have trained your body not to be hungry in the morning and have been constantly under eating don't sit there and be like oh my god i've been listening to whatever and i've been and then get really really hard on yourself that's again raising those stress levels that is why i say things like start really 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 small so like a carrot first thing in the morning just like personally all i do is i peel a bunch of carrots probably once every like four or five days i throw them in a big takeout container uh, like tupperware container i fill it with water i change out the water uh, i try to daily sometimes it's every two days daily is best and then just like every single morning walk up to the fridge as i'm making my coffee with the bone broth and the gelatin and like all the things i just have my carrot as i'm like whipping my egg yolk and doing the things so it doesn't need to be complex i know that some people when they are um when they've been under eating and they like I said, if their digestion is super sluggish and they're not hungry in the morning, you cannot like they can almost like gag if they have food in the morning, and so that's why you start super, super small. E- and you can even start smaller, like honestly, if a carrot, even like a small size carrot, is too much, like st- st- have like a st- one slice of an apple or have like a couple of blueberries, like just have something in anyways that is all friend thank you so much for joining me today i hope you enjoyed this episode and you got some helpful takeaways on whether or not intermittent fasting is for you and then like all the links i talked about will be in the show notes obviously make sure you subscribe so you know as soon as news episodes are up and share this episode with a friend if you think they'll benefit from it so we can all get healthy in a realistic way and love the skin we're in I'd love for you to take a moment and tell me what you'd like to see more of on the show by either filling out the Google form in sweatanyoga.com forward slash ask or writing a review. That's all. Thanks for joining me. Catch you next time, friend.